Hello everyone, my name is David Smith and this is the Armchair Commentary. On this week's episode, Tom Brady makes his triumphant return to Foxborough. In a short episode, I talk about how this could potentially be a trap game for Brady, but it probably isn't, and why it's okay to not be okay with it. If you haven't already subbed to this podcast, please make sure to do so. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can check me out every Monday morning on the ColorCast app. All the links in the bios. Without further ado, Tommy's back in town. What's up, everyone? My name is David Smith, and I am the host of the Armchair Commentary. This week, it is basically a pre-wildcard wildcard in Major League Baseball. We have the Blue Jays, the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Mariners still vying for basically two wildcard spots. The Jays are uh, currently playing the Yankees. Tomorrow, if you're interested, I'll be live on the ColorCast app um, doing my play-by-play for the Jays-Yankees Game 3, the rubber match of the series. Hopefully the Jays will have taken at least one, or if not, be avoiding a Yankee sweep. I'll link that in the bio, and you can come check it out. Uh, live on the ColorCast app, available on iPhone. I have a download link in my bio. Make sure to check it out. I'd appreciate it if you download it from my link so they know that I sent you. In the NFL, it has been a crazy kind of up-and-down season. For three weeks in, there's some teams that are surprised. People are surprised that the Denver Broncos are undefeated. They have not played anyone. The Denver Broncos are a trap, and I don't know how many times I need to say this. The Denver Broncos are a trap. The Denver Broncos are a trap. They're a trap. They're a trap. They're a trap. They played no one. They played no one. They played the Jags, the Giants, and the Jets. Tell me. Tell me who they were going to lose to in those games. They played the Ravens this week. And that's going to be the interesting game of the week, I think. Um, For Broncos fans, I'm sorry, I just don't see a lot of wins coming after. Um, You still have to play the Chargers, Raiders. I think you have to play the Chiefs twice each. um, And that's going to be tough. So your schedule gets exponentially worse from here on out. I wish you good luck. I just don't see it happening. The Thursday nighter this week is Bengals and Jets, or Jags, sorry, not the Jets, I've got Jets on the brain here. The Bengals and Jags. The Jags have been a uh, tremendous disappointment. I think a lot of people assume, wrongfully so, when you draft a number one overall quarterback that your team should almost instantly improve. Um, But what they're forgetting is you had to be really, really bad to get the number one overall pick, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are really, really bad. So there's no real help for uh, Trevor Lawrence. There just isn't. So they're not that great. The Bengals should be in better position. They should have more offensive power. Uh, Still don't understand why they didn't protect Burrow, but too late now, I guess. Um... So we'll see what happens. Jags are likely going to go uh, 0-4. Bengals are going to take a uh, 3-1 record into uh, into Week 5. Uh, the Titans are going to run all over the Jets, and I don't know how else to say it. Um, there's a couple of other kind of intriguing games. The Browns and Vikings uh, are in, it's an intriguing matchup. The... If the Vikings have Dalvin Cook back, I think they stand a chance. 
Um, if they don't have Dalvin Cook back, it'll be really interesting to see what happens if Kirk Cousins is able to avoid the Miles Garrett machine. Um, and on the other side of the ball, are we going to see more consistent offense from Baker, which I think everybody's been waiting for for years at this point, and they just haven't gotten it. And that's tough to watch. Uh, as a Browns fan, I'm sure you would be frustrated watching Baker have some weeks where he is completely on and other weeks where you're like, what's going on? What's happening? Where is it? Um, the Bears and Lions are playing, which is kind of interesting because I think the Lions should be sneaky favorites here. Uh, the Lions are, play, they play everyone tough. And the Bears are a bit of a mess right now after the Justin Field debacle. They don't know who's starting under center. Uh, the weapons aren't great. Uh, overall, it's a pretty savage uh, matchup. I think people are going to be looking at that Bears defense thinking they're going to run uh, that game. But don't be surprised if the Lions pull out the victory. Um, the Steelers and Packers. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry, Steeler Nation. You guys are in trouble. Uh, the, the Packers are going to kill you. Um, there's no other games of interest uh, this week. I guess the Monday Nighter. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Number 12. <sighs> okay, so when Tom Brady left the Patriots, and I don't want to hear someone say, Tom Brady didn't leave. He could have stayed. They could have just paid him the money. They weren't going to pay him the money. They just weren't going to do it. He chose to leave. He could have taken less. He could have stayed. He could have done it again. You can talk about the relationship, how it's strained. It's a 20-year coach-player relationship. Of course, it's probably strained. Uh, I don't know many people who haven't had arguments over a 20-year period. That said, Tom decided it was time to go to Tampa. And he went there and they won. Uh, he took Gronk with him, good for Gronk. Took Antonio Brown, good for AB, I guess. Um, and this Buccaneers team that was built on a really good defense now has Tom Brady at quarterback and is a great team. Although they lost last week to who I think, as I mentioned last week, should be the Super Bowl-like uh, contender, I guess. The like number one contender should be the LA Rams. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are still a very good team. Excuse me. So when I look at this Buccaneers return, Tom's return to Foxborough, there's a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of BS, a whole bunch of uh, inflated media storylines. And I know they need to do it. Of course, they have to do it. There's no way around not doing it. You're talking about someone who spent a long, long time uh, great in the game at one specific team. And he left. And it wasn't very ceremonious. It wasn't a great departure. Brady did not get the fanfare he wanted. He left on, I think, a pick six or something to that effect. It was just ugly. The whole breakup was ugly. Um, but that's what happens with scorned lovers. That's what happens with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. It's what happens with Bob Kraft. It's what happens in sports. When someone thinks that they can do better elsewhere and you're not providing the support that they need, they're going to go. And we've seen it a plenty of times in the NFL where it hasn't worked out. So far for Tom, it has worked out. I don't 
I don't love the matchup. Um, the matchup's ugly. The Buccaneers, by all measures, are a better football team. Um, the Patriots' defense ranks fifth. A lot of that is uh, <laughs> a lot of that is based on uh, playing a really bad Jets team, grabbing five picks. Uh, their offense ranks twenty second. <laughs> their passing and rushing ranks twenty and twenty fourth. They're not good. They're not good. Uh, the Buccaneers don't run the ball, which isn't really a problem for the Patriots, but they are number two in passing, and that's a problem because the Patriots don't defend well against the past. Maybe J.C. Jackson has a breakout game. Maybe the Patriots can figure something out here, but I look at this and it's one of two things. This is either going to be Tom dismantling piece by piece everything that he spent time building and really put some pressure on Belichick, on Kraft, on McDaniels, talking about, you know, well, maybe it's time we look at another way of doing this. Maybe Belichick decides to step away, go into a different role. I don't know. I don't know. I think that this, I mean, look, you're not going to get... You're not going to get McCorkle Jones out there throwing, you know, 40, 50 times. You're probably going to run a, a pretty standard offense. There's not a lot of excitement in the offense as it is right now. Jonu Smith has a case of the yips he can't handle. And he has that Mac Jones sends his way. And um, unfortunately, that means that it's up to Hunter Henry and Jacoby Myers to carry the offense along with Damian Harris. And I don't see that happening right now. Um, the only thing that could happen is the defense could snap into form. If this defense kicks into, into form and uh, gets after Tom, uh, I could see that frustrating Tom. The one time you see Tom having, sorry, Mr. Brady, Tom Brady, not my friend, I don't know him by name, I don't know why I'm calling him Tom. Um, the one time you see Brady get flustered is when he gets hit. So if there's some way the Patriots can generate some pass pressure, some pressure on Brady, maybe knock him down a few times, which I'm not going to lie, I will love. I will love so much. Get after him. Get after him. If that happens, maybe there's an outside chance that the Patriots can actually do something in this game. But for all intents and purposes, it's already 21-0 Tampa. They haven't even landed in Foxborough yet. It's that kind of game. It's, it's not going to be pretty. It's either the, like, craziest trap game you've ever seen where the, you know, Owen 15 Dolphins are trying to win one game and they manage to pull it off, or it's exactly what we all think it is which is Tom Brady's ultimate dismantling of the Patriot dynasty he helped build. I hope it's the trap game, but I'm, realistically, I know it's not. Uh, for the Buccaneers, this is basically a blip in the map. I don't see it being anything more than that. And quite frankly, I don't see why they would concern themselves with uh, the Patriots. So that's why I'm hoping that it's a bit of a trap game. I don't expect much there. 
Uh, the other real matchup that I'm super interested in watching is the Monday Nighter, which has the Chargers against the Raiders. The Raiders are 3-0, but they got taken to task by uh, Miami Dolphins team who probably shouldn't have been able to move the ball at all. And we didn't see that. It showed up and it was kind of insane how all of a sudden uh, we've got the Dolphins team taking this Raiders juggernaut to OT. What? The Raiders? Darren Waller? The currently injured Josh Jacobs, but Josh Jacobs? The Raiders to OT against the Dolphins? This is what gives me hope against the, against the Buccaneers as a Pats fan. Um, this game is going to be everything, I think, uh, that we hope for. This is one of those, um, this, I mean, the Raiders offense is number one. The Chargers is nine. Defense is 14 and 17, respectively. Passing is first and fourth and rushing is 25th and 26th. This is going to be an air em out kind of game. I would say well over 50 points combined. I would say closer to 60 is probably likely. Um, I mean, Justin Herbert's good. The <laughs> The kid is good, and he's going to make you pay if he gets a chance. And I think that um, people are finally starting to put a little bit of respect on Derek Carr's name. I hope they are. He's played pretty well uh, for a team that has some injuries and had some issues for sure, but I think he's uh, deserving of uh, where he sits right now, 3-0. And this division is unreal. It's going to be a tough division overall, so... Uh, I'm excited to see what happens in this Monday nighter. Raiders and Chargers, it'll be uh, incredible. I think it'll be incredible. Uh, that's really all I have this week. It is a busy, busy week. I am having a mini vacation this weekend. Um, if you're not already following me on the socials, please make sure to do so. Check me out over on YouTube, youtube.com slash armchair commentary. And if you're not subscribed to this podcast, please make sure to hit that sub button. Thank you so much for checking me out. I'll see you next week. And that does it for this week's episode of the Armchair Commentary. If you are interested in coming on the show, please reach out to me on social media at Armchair Commentary or at Armchair Common 2. If you're looking for me on the mornings, I am Monday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time on the ColorCast app, recapping the week that was in the NFL. The Blue Jays are making a wildcard push and wish them all the best. And I won't be talking to anyone this weekend as I'm going on vacation. It has been an interesting week in the world of sports. Can't wait to do it again next week. Thank you so much for listening. Be safe. Mm-hmm.